I'm gonna hit the record button because <laughs> like I don't know. It just seemed weird, Jeremy. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I, I, I read it, I read it out loud and didn't think of it too much. Yeah, but, I mean that's also <laughs> the same kind of issue I would have where like if you're using uh, yeah, yep, yep, the like proprietary gimmick and uh, technology like AirPods and stuff like that. It's just <laughs> fucking Bluetooth, man. Just. Yeah. Get one of the ONNs from fucking Walmart. It's going to cost you a th- like not even a third of the money. It's going to be even less than that. It, all you're buying, all you're paying for is the name. Yeah, you really are. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, I like my AirPod Pros, but still, though. Yeah. I'm, I think what someone what did, what did Jacob say is like, I got the AirPod Pros, now I got all the gym hoes. I'm like, you know. <laughs> That's a nice rhyme. It's a nice rhyme, but it's such a fucking asinine statement. Like you turning around and spending money thinking that that's gonna make a. We're just talking about just yeah. We're just talking shit. He's just talking shit. No, no, because I try to. No, we're just trying to make up a rap for. It. He's like, no, it's kind of. Mm-hmm. You can't use the same word twice when you're when you're rapping. It's right. kind of against the rules. <laughs> I mean, Eminem does that shit all the time. So Who? I don't know. Eminem? Good gosh. This, I think uh, when some people say, like, ooh, this man has, not Eminem, but like people say like. Someone's got, he's got bars. Someone says that here, some, a rapper has bars when it's just really just lyrical miracle. Right. Just like rhyming stuff together and not really saying anything. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> like, when someone says you got bars, it's uh, bars is referring to like the poetic measures. Yeah. Like a measure of s- song and sound. And I think for rap, it's like three, four, three, those kinds of measures. Yeah. Three, yeah so three, three, like you got bars is you know how your time signatures go and stuff like that. So if you're turning around like rapping like Duck and Dr. Seuss or some shit, that's not impressive. Yeah. He's like, Jeremy knows. You ain't got bars. You got money for publicity. <laughs> Get your shit out of here. Oh, gosh. So funny. Welcome to the Podcast, episode one eighty three. I'm Podcast MC Perry, and today I just have Jeremy. I ain't got no rhythm. <laughs> I ain't got no rhythm. <laughs> I was behind on that fucking clap. <laughs> you didn't know it. Everyone just like, well, apparently that's the way you can tell that you're in sync or something. I, I haven't sunk up with you yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, I'm still trying to get this coffee in me. <laughs> it's twelve. Happy Sunday. Like uh, we got some big games coming. Like just ooh, I'm just taking a kind of look. Glance over our fantasy critics scene. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't checked that since uh, earlier this week. Uh, how's how's Rowling's a turf going? You don't have any games right now. No, I know, but that means I haven't done bad. Yeah. <laughs> Stone has eighteen points right now. Good on him. Early lead. Uh, Dead Space saved him. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I believe Dead it. Dead Space saved him. <laughs> if you're not familiar with the way you do things here, we're going to look at video games from maybe into the gaming community. And we look at the gaming news and talk to shit along the way. And occasionally, sometimes walk it back. <sighs> a little tired. I was up till four last night. Looks like uh, towards the end of February is going to be my, like, those last, that last week is going to be me. That, la- like, February. Got a bunch when, of my games coming out. Like, when February hits, man, you, like, you, me, because uh, you have Autobot Traveler and Adelaide Rise are coming out. And, and, um, Auto- and Atomic Hearts and Wild Hearts and um, Horizon yeah. Call of the Dragon. And like a dragon. Yeah, you're gonna be wrapped up kind of soon. Did you really get NBA 2K24? I sure as fuck did. Why? They are they are very consistently at least middle or upper middle rated. 
Easy points. As far as you, like, I'm gonna just change it, like, override for it, and just see who gets it. But uh, the Cyberpunk DLC. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you can drop games, too, for later I on. I can, I can. I just, I don't know. Like, I, I've tried a couple times where I wanted to get something else, and it was like, no, you can't do it. So... Well, if it's labeled as a remaster, yeah. you can't get like, it. If I was going to get the year, the other yearly installment I might have done was uh, 2K23 for WWE. Oh, WWE? Yeah, because, again, they're usually fairly consistently well-rated, <laughs> and it's just easy points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, or, uh, I think, uh, I didn't see, uh, they had NFL manager on there, but. I don't know. Yeah. I picked up FIFA. No, I picked up Forza. I know. You took it from me. Really? I, yeah, I had that shit put down and you <laughs> just a little bit higher than me. <laughs> I put ones on all my shit. You only put ones? Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Okay. You don't play fancy football at all, do you? Oh, clearly a fuck not. That's why I don't got Forza. <laughs> Well, I might actually drop Forza because they reported that it's going to be cloud only and not like just a normal install, like a normal thing. So I might just drop that. Is that more for so it can do like more cross platforming with like uh, it's only Xbox console players? No, it's only oh, okay. Xbox. It's only Xbox and Game Pass. So huh. PC. That's interesting. So I might just drop it because it's only cloud version and not like a uh, new game. Hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have not gotten a chance to get the new One Piece. You haven't? I no, mean, I wanted to. That was my plan, but I'm in that time. I mean, time is something. <laughs> it's just funny. So, I did, I did, like I said, I did just learn today that you can uh, change up your AirPods. That's kind of new. <laughs> this is episode 183, by the way. Shout out, uh, shout out to our relationship. Shout out to our viewership. Uh, what have you been playing here lately, Jeremy? Lately? Uh... Pretty much the same shit. Uh, really? It's, yeah, it's... like every single time I start to get the urge to play a game, I find an anime that I want to watch instead. My thing is just, uh, I've talked to a, one of my good friends, shout out to him, is that there's so many games that I want to play, but I just can't bring myself to Yeah, it's decision paralysis. And then when I start something, I'm just like, do I really want to do this? And yeah. I had, a, I had a friend last night message our, like, group, like, hey, does anyone have uh, Pokemon Violet? I got Scarlet. We can play and trade together and stuff. And I was like, oh, me and my partner have uh, Violet. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you want to hop on and play? And I was like, well, I have to get up, walk over to my dog's kennel to get the uh, subscription code for Nintendo Switch Online that I still haven't redeemed because I got two years uh, worth of codes mm-hmm. that I just haven't done shit with. Uh, then I had to turn around and charge my Switch because I haven't charged it since I beat that game. Yeah, I mean, if you ever... I was just like, fuck, that's a lot of effort. I'm just going to keep watching this anime. <laughs> oh, you, no, you're one of that. No, I'm not like that. It's just the fact that like, I don't know what to play or I want to mm-hmm. watch something or... You know, it's yeah, that's the thing. Them. It's like every single time I've got that urge to play a game, something else is just a little bit more enticing. Like, more oh, enticing for you? Yeah, like my long my long term project that I've been working on is actually sorting my uh, Magic of the Gathering collection, yeah. and I am seven eighths of the way done, just sorting out all my basic land. Uh, basic land here yeah. yourself not even the actual cards not even like anything more just getting my basic land sorted yeah yeah, yeah. and then the next step would be uh, non-basics 
than artifacts and like steadily working my way through so that when I have someone like Luke or one of them come through and like take a look and see what I have that's actually like maybe worth some fucking money. Yeah. They don't have to turn around and like swim through a fountain of sorrow of just a bunch of unsorted bulk cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, me, it's the fact that like I do want to edit and also want to write and mm-hmm. play games and also read or like watch yeah. a game. It's just like, what do I want to do? And thank you for reminding <laughs> me. I uh, my other thing I got to work on this weekend, and I think I actually took my textbook. I left it at school at work. Uh, I need to write my next two lesson plans for my class. Yeah, I'm saying it's a lot, but you just gotta juggle. Yeah, and like I said, just do process of elimination. It's like, yeah, I gotta make a sca- get back yeah. on my. Try to be a gamer schedule. in your thirties is. <laughs> uh, you thought it was gonna get easier? No, it didn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. So what's not getting easier? Are these forespoken reviews. <laughs> it's not doing well. Some people are loving it. We can't say everything's bad. And now, you and I kind of had a discussion about this. Like, one of the things that people, if I remember correctly, have had, like, issue with was how the, like, the dialogue. Yeah, the dialogue is, I mean, like you said, it's for a teenage, it seems teenage, but, like, just dropping the F-bomb every few seconds doesn't seem necessary. Well, and again, my argument is this is a character from the way that they look at it is she's a teenager. She's from New York. She's the kind of ideas that she's a millennial kind of deal. And I think that the dialogue may have been better if they actually had uh, millennials or uh, or Zoomers actually have some kind of input in how people talk. Yeah. I'm when a- you got people from the 70s and 80s writing your dialogue for a kid, you're going to sound like an idiot. You never – one of the things they teach us in, like, counseling and stuff like that is you never try to talk like a teenager to a teenager. Yeah. You're going to look like an idiot every single fucking time. Yeah. I'm looking at us uh, – we don't actually have – like, the review scores, like, when I opened up, was, like, a 69. Mm. Nice. IG69, yeah, Nice. IGN gave it a six. Uh, kind of funny. Said like it's just a bad game when it came out. Uh, for what uh, this article from Polygon says, I don't have. That's I just, what I'm looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Where it says Forsoken's uh, Grimerson, it has no chill. <laughs> like there's yeah. nothing chill about it. It's just like go 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 go. Yeah, fuck it looks this, like it's that. just so so serious. <laughs> yeah. That the jokes and stuff are actually kind of off putting because. And, and I can agree to that. Like, if you're going to use humor in a serious game, it's meant as a way to kind of, uh, as a come down, right? Like, it's your cool down match between your heavier segments. Yeah. So you use that, like, a, like maybe like a shitty little joke quest, like with Final Fantasy, where uh, Cloud had to do uh, his uh, dress up thing. His dress up contest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cross dressing. Uh, not to. Uh, Say that people like cross dress or something like that. No, no, show, no. It was just a funny it was thing. A calm down. Yeah, yeah. Um, or in World of Warcraft, where you're going off and like you, your quest is to feed some pigs. Yeah, and stuff like that. Those are meant to kind of like help you relax. But if all you have is unrelenting seriousness in a game, and then you're throwing jokes in there as well. It's the same kind of issue I see with uh, move, like Marvel movies and stuff like that, and it's. It's part of that impact from Joss Whedon of, like, that Whedonization. When I turn around and, like, something big and serious happens and you have a character to go, like, well, that just happened. Or, like, like uh, you're trying uh, to... Oh, I guess you're going to say, like, uh, where uh, 
Hulk punches Thor out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it takes the gravitas out of the situation, and then you continue being... But you're still in this incredibly serious situation, but now you're telling me as a viewer, as a consumer of your product, not to take it seriously. Yeah, because... So you, where's my buy-in? Yeah, I guess... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you're so desperate to look cool that you just look... You look like an idiot. Yeah, and I would say, like, the performance in this, like, the particles and stuff look cool... But put that thing in performance mode instantly mm-hmm. if you're going to play this game. Just put it in performance mode. Mm-hmm. I tried it the other way. I was like, no. And I think the biggest complaint uh, from... That was you. Yeah, I, I, I am I am getting caffeinated, baby. I thought there was a dog. I was like, why is a dog in the house? <laughs> why does a dog sound like a coffee lid? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Listen, I went to bed at four. I was fair, playing, fair, fair, fair. I was fair. playing Persona 4 Golden. We'll get to, back to that later. Um... So, kind of funny, said that the combat's just not the greatest. Mm. Like, it's not fun. And they said, uh, ter- take off the, turn off the haptic feedback immediately. Mm. Because it's a lot Otherwise, of, your hands are just going to be shaking the shit out of them. Not even the, sh- the haptic feedback for, uh, like, the triggers. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, just go ahead and turn that off because, like, so a lot of it's just holding to, like, do this, the casting. I see. And that's actually going to be interesting for it's, whenever that Harry Potter game comes out. I wonder right. if they're going to use it. I'm just saying if they're going to use it up for that. But it's just not I, even fun. Right. I feel, I feel like that's another issue that people get into this trap when they're making video games. Or when they're wanting to build them or whatever. In your quest to make this game as realistic, as realistic and serious and stuff as possible, you forget that it's a game. Yeah. Games are supposed to be fun. Yeah. Like, I'm supposed to be able to have some level of enjoyment out of yeah. this. If your game is nothing but, like, just unrelenting seriousness, and then you you pepper, your way of answering that is peppering in some, like, random side talk and shit, that actually takes away the impact of the, like, the overall impact of the game itself. Yeah. That's not a fun game. Yeah, and also... Like, I, can, I can ignore some shitty uh, feedback loops. I can ignore some bad combat or clunky stuff like that but if your story ain't good if the game isn't fun then why am I playing it yeah because from what I've seen is that like well the combat is good the only way that I could what Greg Miller said is that the combat I don't like it at all mm-hmm. and it seemed easy mm-hmm. he said well I can make it harder by playing on the hardest difficulty but I don't like the combat so why would I do that you know <laughs> I don't like the combat at all so why right. would I even put myself through it and he said like when you look at the map, it is like bloated with go here, go there, that kind of stuff. Like a lot of, like a lot of like open, legend. open world stuff. But mm-hmm. the terrains are so bland and stuff like that. It's just unrelenting sameness. Un, uh, so he just golden path it. He said, "Screw this! I'm just gonna beat the story." Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you're gonna play it, it's already discounted. So God that's damn. not bad. <laughs> so I know it's like that. But Dead Space reviews are looking great. I was just watching a girl upstairs play it on Twitch. She had like a baby alien. Like, baby, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like an alien comes out. No, it's actually performing really well. It was getting like 9 out of 10. I think it opened up with an 89 on Metacritic. I mean, wasn't they, I mean, it's a remake of the same game, right? It's a remake. Yeah, so of course it's going to be well received. Like, have, have, have remakes ever been like... And, and this is just in my own ignorance. Have remakes ever been lower rated than the original? Uh, 
Uh, Resident Evil 3. Okay. Resident Evil 3. I Like Resident Evil uh, 3 Remake or Resident Evil? Yeah, Re- Re- okay. Resident Evil 3 okay. Remake. And that was very uh, hit or miss with the gaming community because IGN gave it a 9, but other reviewers gave it like a 6 or 7. So, it, you know, it's preference at that point, you know? Mm. But I played through that game in a day. And I don't normally play through games that fast. You know, so I was like, okay, this is my first time through. All right, cool. It's not Resident Evil 2, you know, mm-hmm. in which I do need to beat Resident Evil 2 still. That's just me. Um, but Dead Space is, look, is doing great. I think everyone should check it out. It's worth your $70. Uh, I know someone's like, how do you not know the... Uh, it's like, how did I miss that Dead Space is coming out? That it just came out. It's one of my favorite games all time. Bro, play it. It's an amazing game. I love you. <laughs> um, High Fire Rush. I don't know if you saw the trailer for this. I ain't had a chance to. It is a, a surprise drop. It came out this week. Just shadow dropped uh, during a release. It's a rhythm game, but it's an action rhythm game. But okay, you don't need to uh, necessarily have the beat to the rhythm. You just get extra points if you do. You get extra points if you play to the rhythm of the beat. I see. It doesn't handhold you in that way. Okay. Hmm. But you get you just get extra points if you play it right. to the rhythm game. I mean, that's probably... It that doesn't sound like it's something that'd be up my alley, but uh, it, I can see why other people would... From what I saw from the pictures and stuff, I haven't seen any of the gameplay. It looks like it'd be good. Yeah, it's a visually... It's a yeah, long like It looks May, visually striking. Yeah. It looks like the Devil May Cry Bayonetta type gameplay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And you just get more points the better you dance mm-hmm. in the rhythm. Um, it's only on Xbox. It was just a shadow drop type of thing. Like, no, like they just mentioned it. It's, oh, it's out today. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I like mic drops. Mic drops help out a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it also helps support that notion that, like, you don't need a lot of publicity for a game to be good. Forspoken is a great example here. Uh, like, uh, I remember hearing about that game what, like two years ago? Was it? Two yeah, years ago? Like that. And seeing like the footage and shit and like, oh, that seems like a really interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stone was super excited for that. I, I think he's still going to check it out, but probably wait until a sale comes out for the game. I mean, but the thing is like, I don't have the best history in like seeing a game like, oh, that looks really pretty. I bet that's fun. Because the last time I said that too was a uh, biomutant. And... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I was like, "What do you think about biomutant pair?" Like, I didn't pick it up. <laughs> you, get, you get like an injured raccoon. I didn't even. You know what? I forgot it's to download. free on PlayStation. I forgot to download it. I uh, I think it's actually just part of their collect catalog right now. Oh, that was just at the library uh, from last month or something like that. No, I was like couple months back but regardless uh, did you check it out no <laughs> no uh, yeah uh luke kind of scared me off from it when he was like this game is trash jeremy he would not like it <laughs> yeah because we were like on the yeah let's play it and then the reviews came out he said we're not playing it mm-hmm. <laughs> and we should not rely on reviews too much at all i mean it looks pretty neat uh, it also just wouldn't be my kind of thing. It's very clunky. That's all. Clunky doesn't bother me. Clunky doesn't bother you? Yeah. I like Shenmue. I'm fine with clunky. Well, Shenmue is a different type Sh- of clunky. Shenmue clunky, 1 and 2? No, that shit was clunky. 
I played that shit on Dreamcast. Uh, Did you play Shenmue 3? I haven't played... Uh, no, I started Shenmue 3, and I haven't gotten... I didn't get much further, because... Poof, it is <laughs> clunky. Like, you're... You can't move diagonally. Like, you're you're either going straight, or you're turning left. This is a pit that where Shenmue 2 would lead off? Yeah. Uh, now, granted, like, Shenmue 1... Uh, I never played them, so... Well... Okay, so Shenmue 1 came out on, like, Dreamcast, and I think Shenmue 2 did as well, or maybe on PlayStation 2 or something like that. Okay. But uh, Shenmue 1 came out, came out, and it famously ends on a cliffhanger. You get on a boat to go stop this bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. And then the sequel never came out because Sega closed up. And it didn't get picked up till I want to say it was, like, 2 or 3 or something like that. So, like, almost 5 or 6 years later, we get a sequel. This game came out for PlayStation 4, Xbox yeah. One, Dreamcast, you're right. Yep. Anyways, you continue. Uh, well, that's it. Like, the, there was such a lag that this game was really, really good for Dreamcast with Dream, when games, like, game technology was at that level. Mm-hmm. By the time Shenmue 3 came out, they were still using that same type of technology, that same type of gameplay, but now you're in, like, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, yeah. and, you know? It's not as good now. Yeah, that came out in 2019. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're giving me Dreamcast technology in the year of our Lord, 2019. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I remember, like, I love Legendary Dragoon, but if you turn around and give me that game with its, uh, like, clunky, like, square-ass-looking <laughs> yeah. graphics. Yeah, you can't do that. Today? No, you uh, need to touch that shit up. You need to give me the remake and yeah, call don't it you, Yeah, don't you give me a stack of triangles and tell me that's Cloud in 2023. I wouldn't know how they would do a Legend Dragon remake in terms of gameplay. I, I mean, the gameplay was great. I mean, how would you do it, though? Because the game, the gameplay is so different compared to anything else. I would just keep it the way it was. Like you don't need to change. All you need to do for Dragoon to me would be just fix the graphics. Okay, cool. that's it. The game, the story, uh, the battle engine, all that was perfectly fine. Yeah, like there wasn't anything wrong with it. Just make it look pretty. Like take your PlayStation One ass graphics, <laughs> make it PlayStation Five. You know, I had a dream the other night that for Final Fantasy VII Part Two, they they said like we rewarded you for playing the first one. No, get to level seventy five. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like this is a dream. <laughs> I even had a dream last night about my tires, like yesterday, because I was waiting on to get them. Man, you got some boring fucking dreams, bro. It was. <laughs> I, I you may as well just dream about nothing. What the fuck, bro? Because like they told me they were gonna call me, they were ready. Did they ever call you? I didn't hear from you. I had called them. Oh. I they forgot like, about you? No, he said... The dude said, why are you calling me? You should be... Oh, my bad. The other person didn't tell you that your car was ready. Nah. It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon by that point. <laughs> but uh, they was like, well, you didn't need to come in for your tires. That's what my, t- what my dream said. I was like, all right, I'm thinking about this shit too much. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, yeah, Hi-Fi Rush is out now. It's on Game Pass. I know people are excited to play it. Up next, the Washington Post closes down the gaming section. Uh, Great argument for why billionaires shouldn't own newspaper companies. Who? who owned, Jeff oh, Bezos. Jeff Bezos owns the Washington mm-hmm. Post. And uh, I believe the Moons uh, 
uh, in South Korea or Japan own, uh, I want to say it's the Times uh, or something like that. But yeah, there you newspapers uh, like the national recognized newspapers. I wouldn't trust them for shit. Uh, you your better source is going to be local newspapers, but people don't invest in them enough. So then you get billionaires and trillionaires like this motherfucker yeah. turning around and buying it but the thing is in order for news to be effective and for in order for journalism to be effective it can't it has to be unbiased if you, the person that you're trying to report on it the issues you're trying to report on if some of the issues that are there are tied to things that are part of uh, late stage capitalism which many are mm-hmm. you aren't going to investigate your boss you'll lose your job I fear, I fear for someone like Jason Schreier that works for Bloomberg now then mm-hmm. because he does work for them and is a, a part of the gaming side. Mm-hmm. So if this continues, it can go that route too. Yeah. Uh, and he's one of the biggest journalists in the business that has sources and knows everything before everyone else does, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just bad for... It, it's not just bad for uh, gaming news, but... Yeah. It's bad, and it's it doesn't f- bode well for newspapers in general, for journalism in general. If you if your entire department can get wiped because you're not making a profit, journalism shouldn't be about making a profit. It's about reporting the news. Mm-hmm. And if you have a capitalist like Bezos or uh, Bloomberg or Buffett or uh, Gates running your newspaper it's always going to be about profit it's yeah. not going to be about the news despite what bullshit spells out of their mouth yeah yeah i i i i saw this on kind of funny it's like damn uh like you know you just pulling gaming news from everywhere else just to keep up with everything mm-hmm. and i was like damn people like i knew we talked about the layoffs mm-hmm. but i didn't realize this was also part of it too yeah uh, some of the sectors that are going to get hit the hardest are the ones that are more techno- technology focused. Mm-hmm. So your white collar jobs, middle management, stuff like that, they're getting hit. Uh, in terms of like blue collar jobs, it's uh, construction workers, house builders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because if it's in a recession, people ain't buying new homes. If people ain't buying new homes, you ain't got work. I guess we technically are in a recession now. Uh, I wouldn't, I, I would say so. You would say so? I would yeah, say so. Yeah, go for it. Uh, no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. no one's actually classified we're, we're, we're such. We're just, no one wants to classify that we're in a fucking pandemic either. It doesn't mean that we aren't. Yeah, we're just, like, dancing yeah. around it. Because the thing is, if the people in power turn around and call this what it is and say that it is a recession, the stock market tanks. If stock yeah. market goes down, we are in, at that point, a depression. We're not in a recession anymore. It just get, It'll get worse before it gets worse. It gets worse before it gets worse. So instead of actually calling it what it is and dealing with the issue as it lays and trying to do something about it, we're just ignoring it. And the people that are going to get hit are the poor and the underclass. I just... Jeff Bezos, what are you doing, man? Uh, he's making money. That's what he does. He's a capitalist. Capitalists, ultimate, the ultimate goal of a, capital, of a capitalist is to build capital, right? And... For late-stage capitalism, which is where we're at now, the goal is to have more money than everybody else. That way you die with the most money because that's all that matters. Money? Yeah. It's capitalism. There is no – there is no uh, 
mutual aid function to capitalism. Yeah. There, there's no su- social welfare or support function to capitalism. I just... It is you make money or you die. You contribute to the system or you don't, which means you're worthless. If you don't have a function within society, then you you don't have value, which is why that individuals with disabilities, uh, individuals that are outside of the margins of society, uh, this would be uh, your underclass, your non-majority classes, your people and women of color, people mm-hmm. with invisible and visible disabilities, individuals uh, that are part of the LGBTQ uh, population or first peoples, tend to be some of the first ones cut in these situations yes. because they don't have the same direct ability to contribute to the labor force. Yeah, so... And because capitalism doesn't believe in social welfare, they also just don't get taken care of. Hmm. And then, really got to reconstruct our way we view these things then. Yeah, we, we do. But in order for that to happen, you have to completely dis... You have to just... Dismantle the entire you, yeah, United you gotta States government. That, you gotta uh, just throw the whole system away at this point. Like, capitalism just does not work. We've been saying that for years, too. Yeah, but it's just, uh, it's a systemic issue. And in order for that to be dealt with, you have to just do away with that system as a whole. And that's not something that's very viable. Because the question becomes, how many people, more people are going to suffer in that period between the system developing a new system mm-hmm. versus under the system. In reality, in reality, over the long run, more people would be helped about that initial difficulty. We couldn't even make it a year with people wearing masks regularly. Oh, I, I went too. You know what I mean? <laughs> I went but, too, man. But you, you see what I mean? Like, you can't even get an entire population to accept that we're in a fucking pandemic. We aren't going to be able to get an entire nation to overhaul an entire defunct system that and is it, in, in was a way it mostly here because like anytime i looked at like other videos like outside the united states they were very like yeah we're wearing masks uh and okay, still so are it depends on it's a very cultural thing uh the united states we have what is a very individualistic type of uh culture what would be considered like a protestant work ethic where, uh, Someone like in France. Uh, whereas uh, some most European countries, uh, most Eastern countries, uh, they developed as a sense of community. The United States came about as a group of individuals that separated. So it came about as an issue of this ethic that uh, you had to look out for yourself. You built yourself up. You took yeah. care of yourself first. Whereas these other areas, you took care the whole of the community, saved you helped everyone. Attitude that no, no one's yeah. here to save you, attitude, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that creates a very self-sistic, a very selfish mentality where we really, as a society, we cannot do anything that requires even the slightest bit of uh, overall self-sacrifice. Yeah. It it's it's like just that. not possible. It's, it's we can't like do it because we turn around and turn it into some kind of bullshit culture war. Yeah. You're not wrong. I know. <laughs> you're not wrong with that. And that's not even, hey, Tanner, because like, I know you're on that side. That's just talking. That's not like left or right. That's just facts. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, uh, I, I don't make any uh, qualms about it or illusions. I am very much a leftist. Yeah, but you know the, both sides. 
But I recognize I recognize the side uh, the arguments that people on either uh, either side of the issue would make, and and very there's grifters on either side uh, for sure. Yeah, uh, that are going to try and take advantage of people. Uh, it just happens to be that more of them are on the right. Yeah. <sighs> this next topic is always going to be here for like the next couple of weeks. Uh, Hawker's legacy dev responds to controversy, but doesn't mention JKR. For us, it's making sure that the audience, who always dreamed of having this game, had the opportunity to feel welcome back. That state, that's, alright, so that entire sentence and statement is very, very... That is what you would call a non-statement. That's, uh, you can say, not a statement, but at the same time, it's very, very, um... Not lukewarm response, but oh, not gosh. cold as shit. It's uh, very uh, with everything that's going on with the head honcho being rallying the head person, mm-hmm. and you're saying to feel welcome back. Her stance on being a turf, I don't know too much. I mean, like I do. No, know. she's very much a turf. I like, no, I talk about like terminology and stuff like that. Um, to be aware of it. Um. To say that, and that's the whole problem, though. If I'm being honest with you, like we talk about devs, we talk about everything that's going on with J.K. Rowling. I just think about the devs that just wanted to make something cool, you know. And it's not cool for them that they had to go through this because they, because I'm pretty sure, maybe ha- I don't want to speak for the te- that team or anything like that. That what if they do? What if the entire team says that like, trans lives matter? And they can't say a single word. You know, that's... I think... <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, how yeah. do you do that? Because at the same time, you are... Because these same people sacrificed, went through crunch, you know, made something for everyone else. So they just wanted to make a, a cool game for people to play. And then during the same time, J.K. Rowling makes her statements. It's like, okay, what do we do? We can't say shit, you know? Okay, so here's my argument to that. Um, I'm just asking a question. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. If that's what they wanted to do, they could have done that without calling it Harry Potter. It's not called Harry Potter. It's called Howard's Legacy. Motherfucker, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, it's not called Harry Potter. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. You can't. They could have done it without tying it to anything that had anything to do with J.K. Rowling. That was a choice. So no, I'm not giving them. Uh, no, you I'm, can't. I'm not you giving them sucker there. You're not giving them a pass, but at the same time, he's like, well, th- she didn't create this world. No, she absolutely did. No, I'm talking about this story, this right. original story. She did not create. Has no part of it, but she is the the owner of the overall mm-hmm. IP. I get that, but she didn't create this story. But yeah. it's still tied to her. Right. You know, it's 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 and, all and again, I get that. That's to me, uh, if it's we're different trying to, to it's, it's different compared to, to like One Piece Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to talk over it, it's different compared to like One Piece Odyssey, where uh, Oda is hands on original story, mm-hmm. he had part in it compared to J.K. Rowling that probably said, Yeah, you can use it. Well, here's the thing if we have to get to the point where we're splitting hairs like this. I'm not trying to split hairs. No, no, that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's what we're doing by saying, like, well, J.K. Rowling didn't have anything to do with this. Yeah, it's called Hogwarts Legacy. It's this, it's set in a world that she created. Yeah. But it's not really her. That is splitting hairs. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. I mean, I get you. I'm not trying to do it, but it's there. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, 
that doesn't when we have to get to that point we are at that point just kind of goaltending right we are saying that it's okay to do it at this line but it's not okay to do it at this line and once we get to here we just move it down a little bit further oh i don't agree with that at all though right, right. i don't and, agree and, with the whole line I, thing and i hear you but that's <laughs> what happens there that's, yeah that's that's how that kind of shit works um with this game uh and i get it uh people are gonna buy it uh, yeah it's it's it sucks. Uh, I got it as a gift. It, if I'm yeah. being not sure, I got it as a gift. Okay. So I didn't okay. technically and, buy it. And again, <laughs> but you see what you had to front load that with. Time. Yeah, like I didn't, but I'm just letting right. you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like you felt, you immediately realized that this wasn't something to be like crowing about. So I had to add technically here. Oh, I get reason. See what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but when we have to get to this point. Uh, just looking at the feedback from people that are of like mind as rallying where I just saw a tweet on uh, on Twitter where someone said I'm just going to go around and pretend that all the trans people are in this game and Avada Kedavra them I don't think that's the thing it's not but the fact that someone can turn around and say that and do it and pretend oh I that's the issue that's who this game that is the problem and when we turn around and say like well i don't want to see the hate on either side here the hate on one side is centered around an entire group of people that think this group shouldn't exist or should die versus this side that just wants to be recognized and have rights yeah i agree with that wholeheartedly but what do you say to the people that don't know anything about it i think at this point it's hard to argue that you don't there's a lot of people that still don't. I I genuinely have a very uh, difficult time believing that. I could call several people right now that, that don't no know that J.K. Rowling is a turf. Yeah, because they don't pay attention to celebrities. They don't pay attention to So that. they don't watch the news. No. Literally anything. They just exist in a closet that they go <laughs> into and close the door. I mean, my They don't dad. have any friends that can tell them, like, here's the issue with this. No, my dad doesn't. He, your dad don't have no friends? My That's a does, shitty thing to say about your dad. <laughs> no, I, my dad has friends, but he doesn't keep up with that. He okay. just wants to play a game, man. Yeah. Uh, so, again, what do you my, say about those people that are uninformed and just want to play? You inform them. Why the fuck do we have a podcast? <laughs> some, people still don't, <laughs> some people don't listen to podcasts. You have news agencies. <laughs> that goes back to that importance of journalism. They still don't watch that. Again, that's on them for not wanting to be informed. Then. Well, it's either I, you. What is the quote? Either you watch the news, you're you're either misinformed or misinformed, uninformed or misinformed, or you're informed. There's three options. <laughs> I don't know about the informed part. Uh, yeah, I just my arg is, and we talked about this earlier. If you're buying this game, if you decide that that's what you want to do knowing these issues and the key word there is knowing these issues so we can go ahead and give your dad a pass but knowing these issues and you turn around by that game my suggestion to you would be take twice the amount you spent and donate it to a transgender cause if that's what you have to do if you have to get this game you don't have to get this game no no one has to but they're choosing to yeah so if you're getting this game you need to you need to also give twice the amount of money to drown out the just noise the platform if, that this woman has created. Just know when I come on here and review it, the first thing I'm, I'm saying is fuck J.K. Rowling. 
perfect. <laughs> like, that's the first thing I'm saying. Right. Is fuck J.K. Rowling. Right. But everything else is like, it's like I do want to see what this is about because for some odd reason, the hype on this game is unreal. It's because of this. You really think it's because of this? Yeah, I feel like I this really game. Do. This game was announced in 2020 when she made her statements. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she made her statements around 2019, 2020. So it's then steadily building, and she's doubled down every single time. Every single time someone's been like, "Hey, did you actually mean that?" Uh, here's these issues. Here's the facts of violence against people that are trans. Here's the facts that they are more likely to be victimized than anyone else. They're more likely to be uh, victims of violence, sexual assault. They're more likely to kill themselves. You're creating, you are someone that created this world for people, entire generations to go into to escape, enjoy, uh, to develop this love of literature. You were a fucking teacher to children. Yeah. And this is the shit that you're letting fall out of your mouth. Which is kind of weird. It's it's disgusting. It's like, what happened? Yeah. What... Who the fuck hurt you so badly <laughs> that this is the shit you had to pull? And you know what? I don't even care. Yeah. I don't even care that someone fucking hurt you. Yeah, Because but... at this point, your platform has allowed you to fan and stoke the, fan, uh, the flames of so much bigotry and hatred that the impact that you've created is outlasted, has outperformed any goodwill that you created with that universe. So my question is, there are still trans that say play this game. What do you say about that? That's their decision. I'm not going to tell someone what not to do. Well, I'm not. I, but that's the whole... There are black people that support the Confederacy. I, I'm not playing that fucking game. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking that question. Right. Like, so what do you say to the actual community that still wants to play this game? I'd ask why. <laughs> like, just why? Yeah. Just like, why? Yeah. yeah. Because the thing is, I'm when you turn around and say you create these questions, these scenarios where it's like, well, sometimes I'm not people, trying to ask you no, 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 I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, and the you here is a global you. Yeah, I know, just I know. Uh, when we're saying, uh, well, what do you say to someone that's trans that wants to play this game that's telling me to play this game? We are now rendering an entire group of people down to one person. What if the community says it? The, the community. You like, mean like, every trans person raised their voice up in song and said, buy this game. That would be some weird shit. That would be some weird shit and it's fucking stupid. And it's insulting to an entire group of people that, again, have different opinions and different ideals and different thoughts. Yeah. That's fine. But I, it's not... Ethically and morally, for me, I can't support this game. Yeah, but the, also, when you say that... I get that, mm-hmm. but it's it's weird hair space, you know. Like as in terms of like podcasters or reviewers, it's like, well, you're not doing your job you, if you don't play it and review it. Uh-huh. You're missing out on an opportunity. That's right. what they say, and it's like, okay, cool. I'll take that fucking hit. Like, okay, cool, but at the same time, you can do your use your platform in a way. And say, like, hey, we're going to talk about this, but this shit mm-hmm. sucks. Right. And so, and we're just going to talk about the game. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a question I've asked, because, like, we were talking about with Forspoken, 
Will this game get a fair review? That's a, like, will it get a, like, criticism aside and everything mm-hmm. that everything we've talked about is like, will it get a just normal yeah. 10 if, out of 10 review? If we're looking or, at journalism, journalism is supposed to be unbiased. So my argument in a perfect world would be, yes, the game will get a fair review because that's how journalism works. Do you really think that, though? In real, I, 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 I said a I, perfect world. I, because <laughs> I, I've had this conversation with some of my friends. It's like dancing around the actual question. Mm-hmm. They're talking about J.K. Rowling and the world itself and all this. I'm like, okay, guys, I get that, but will the game get a fair review? No. because the thing is in order for me to be able to enjoy a game there has to again be that suspension of disbelief I have to be able to set myself aside and just go into that world that is not possible with this game I'm pretty sure it's going to be again I'm saying for me Yeah, I'm saying for me I could not do it I could not give this game a fair review uh, I can't do anything with this game because I have so many people and the populations I work with that are impacted negatively by this person. Yeah. And the people that she encourages through her actions. Okay. That I just can't do it. Okay. Yeah. I like to say, it's just an interesting topic. The closer mm-hmm. this game gets out, we're about two weeks out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, said, I, I really do know a lot of people that don't really keep up with the news you we right. have we have friends alike that talk mm-hmm. i think when uh this whole situation came out i t- we went to go grab legos me and jason did and he was like oh i was gonna get the harry potter stuff I'm like oh did you hear about that he's like oh i don't keep up with celebrities whatsoever i'm like wait what <laughs> but that's just another story for another mm-hmm. time but you get what i'm saying i i, <laughs> I hear that but again to me, those are opportunities for someone that is informed to share what's going on and then let that person make, as a consumer, an informed decision. I think he probably still might have got it. I and did. that's his decision. He was informed about it, and he chose to. Okay, I can't stop you. I'm not going to turn around, and as soon as I see you pull out your wallet, fucking slap that down. I can't do that. Yeah, but also, it just gets into this weird, for me, it gets, we're getting to this weird headspace, is that like, if somebody of the community or whatever comes into someone else's house and they see the Harry Potter books like on your shelf you're like Harry Potter yeah then we can talk about it what we can talk about it why I have those books there or why my partner has a Harry Harry Potter Potter that she gets pissed off at now every time she sees it yeah she wishes she didn't have it because she got it before that shit all happened and now it does and she keeps, uh, she's got a lot of uh, friends that are in that population, and uh, they accept her. They know her for who she is and everything yeah. else. But for her herself, it's hard for her. Yeah, I would, and that sucks. It does. And what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is that, like, if you're gonna play it and someone else gets mad, but like, you know that I love you. I just want to play a game, mm-hmm. and it's, that's all I'm trying to say. People just want to play a game. Yeah. Just let them play. That's all I'm trying to say. Everything else is like we can talk and have it be adults about it. There doesn't have to be like this super cutoff. I understand the world is fucked up, but mm-hmm. sheesh. Yeah, and obviously we're of different minds of that. Uh, clearly, otherwise we wouldn't have gone this long with it. Oh no, uh, I, I love talking about this. So, like, say, like, uh, are you stupid? Like, say, if I play YouTube with my friend, that's the question. Right, right, right. Uh, Do you think we'd still be friends after if some if, like one of us plays it? Yeah. 
That's the uh, that's the real thing. Obviously, I would still be your friend. Uh, my concern would be more those friends that are actively that are aware of this and make every single excuse so that they can turn around and feel better about the decision they made. Because to me, that isn't really an advocate or an ally. You are an advocate or an ally until you have to actually, and again, going back to COVID, make some kind of sacrifice on your own part. Oh, well, I plan you, on donating, so I don't know what... Uh, again, yeah. when I say you, I'm not meaning yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, I, <laughs> like, I, I, I feel the defensiveness, yeah. and yeah, I can I get that because I'm using that word. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're but I'm not directing this at you. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, this is the concern I would have. Like, that's the type of person where I would have to look twice at, like, is this someone that, uh, knowing the type of uh, person I am, that I am not straight, <laughs> uh, my own personal history, uh, and as a leftist and everything else, uh, if shit goes sideways, my people tend to get be the, some of the first ones that get, uh, after other my, uh, marginalized populations that kind of get hit, do I really want this person that couldn't even not buy a video game? No. Knowing about me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's the kind of shit I look at. But that isn't the same that other people do. No. And I get that, and I respect that. Yeah, I, I just respect anyway. But, like, seriously, bro, we just had someone get beat down. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about that, but that's just. You're horrible. talking about Tyre Nichols? Yeah. We yeah. Just, we just had someone get beat down. It's like, I, I understand yeah, the murder. beat to fucking death. I didn't watch the video or anything, but when we talk about marginalizations and stuff, it's just, mm-hmm. it just, it kind of mind boggling yeah. me. Well, and then you turn around and get the same people that try to excuse that, saying, like, what we need is more body cams and shit like that. Motherfucker, they had body cams on. Yeah, yeah. They're... That's why we have the recording. Yeah. It, body games don't stop. It's you just need to get rid of the whole system. Yeah. It's just weird. So like I said, Harry Potter, like the Harry Potter game comes out next. No, I'm good. I still gotta hit the gym. February tenth. Uh, like I said, yeah, I gotta di- run out to this anyway. Huh? I don't need to be drinking. I gotta run out to this too. You gotta run? Yeah, I didn't get a run in this afternoon. No. Oh. February tenth is when the game comes out. Uh, so just I'm just ready to see scores. Okay. <laughs> if I'm being straight up honest with you, because the more I see this game, it's from what I've heard from just like final preview and like people IGN's taking jabs at it. Uh, the actual Hogwarts section is boring. Mm-hmm. The outer world stuff is what's making it a good game. Okay. But at the end of it, they're like, with everything going on with J.K. Rowling, this is probably going to be the best Harry Potter game made. And then what their final thing is like, it should be better than this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the statement always like question like, it should feel better than this, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. And again, <laughs> my argument as far as like developers and stuff like that is if what they truly wanted to do was build a game where people could disappear into it and play a wizard or a witch and that went to a witch or a wizard school, you could have just done Little Witch Academia and done and turned that into a game. I don't know. No, you could have. Because it's the same fucking thing. That's crossing, uh, what's it called? The developer studios. I don't know if you I've could have had, Or you could have turned around and done literally anything. I just don't and know. And not called it Hogwarts Legacy. Then you get into licensing. and No, you don't. Because you never had to give J.K. Rowling any fucking money. You could have made your entire own world. <laughs> and they I get sued. <laughs> no, you couldn't. You don't. You just don't fucking call it Hogwarts. You don't call it Gryffindor. You don't use any of that shit. You make up your own 
fucking thing. When we get into the whole Gryffindors, that's just the whole psyche thing. I can't get behind it. But anyways, the game comes out February 10th. We'll see what happens. I know some people that, like reviewers, said that, like, I'm going to check this game out. But I don't know if I'll be on the review. And like, all right, like, all right so what are you going to do? He's like, you're going to start the game and all of a sudden turn it off? <laughs> or just not buy the fucking game and don't play it. Review don't. code. So. Fuck them. I don't care. <laughs> I don't have to subscribe to that shit. I've got, I'm just not doing it. Oh, I'm just saying like they get a review code and so like, they, mm-hmm. install, they install it and they push it up. Like, ah, no. <laughs> it's funny, man. Laugh a little bit. Not about that. I ain't doing it. <laughs> you ain't going to play it. I'm not. You're right. <laughs> All right, so what do we got up next? <laughs> Justin Rowland losing his job. Speaking of pieces of shit. <laughs> no, like, I don't understand how hard it's not to be a good person. Real fucking easy. <laughs> Apparently. I just, I, like, we just went on from one shit show to another shit show. Um, and I mean that in all seriousness. J.K. Rowland is a shit show. Um, it makes... As someone who is a writer who was inspired by her to write, it's just not cool at all to mm. see. Uh, I literally just had uh, not this conversation, but someone said, "Oh, she's an amazing writer." Blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't know, Harry Potter. She's not that great. Yeah, not that great. And uh, just I don't know. She's not a cool person. And Justin Rowland, uh, they're apparently uh, they're he for domestic violence. Yep. And they're still going to continue Rick and Morty? Uh, they are. They're recasting the voice actors. Uh, and he's stepped down from his video game studio as well. How about he just... Why don't they just cancel the show? Because it makes money and we're in a capitalist society. Just cancel the fucking show, though. What are you doing? Capitalism, baby. Gotta make that money. Whether it... it capitalism turns on the blood of the marginalized. But the thing is... It doesn't care. They say, like, it's allegedly. I'm like, no. If he's stepping down from shit, he definitely did it. Yeah. I just well, they got the receipts too. Do they? Yeah. I just put his hands on a. It doesn't matter. A man, woman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did who did he touch? Uh, he. Oh goodness, let me pull it up. Uh, I don't condone he, any of this. He either. engaged in a lot of shit, um, and some of his former employee, uh, female employees, have come forward with uh, texts and messages that he's shared as well. Of him just being domestic? Uh, no, of him being a fucking creep. Sexual harassment too? Yep. Guys, I've done some, I've seen some weird shit on the internet, been part of some weird shit. Don't be sending weird messages. I've been bought, you know, all of it. Uh, saying like, send me your pictures, all of it. Like, I'd be a sharp honest with you. It, it's a weird. I, and, I, and I've always been the one that on the end Perception. I've actually had females like send me like their, I guess I'm gonna say bots, send mm. me their like their nudes and stuff. And I'm like, I didn't ask for that, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's all weird. <laughs> and the thing is, a lot of these he was also sending to minors. Yeah. Uh, so it's all weird. Like, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm an open person when it comes to that stuff. It's not cool at all. And there are some people that you meet and you have, you like, you can either have a good conversation or actually meet them and then, like, that's your own private business, you know? But don't be a fucking creep about the shit, you know? 
Good gosh, man! Like I, I can't, uh, I, I can't, I can't get behind. Men it. are trash. No, men are, men are trash. People are fucking. Gosh. Uh, we are a garbage gender. We really are. Uh, it's just not okay. It's it's not. And uh, with that being said, I'm not the hugest fan of Rick and Morty. So I kind of dropped out when I started seeing the type of fans that were really falling in with it, and that kind of gives me an idea of who's writing the stuff too. Like, oh really? Yeah, it, it's just uh, I got a dip when I start seeing that kind of shit. I don't know how long does it can tell you. I guess because when we talk about communities, how long does it take you to realize what's in the community? You're like, oh, I gotta go. Uh, well, for using Rick and Morty as an example, I think right around season two when I started seeing more people in the community kind of leaning more towards like more exclusionary language. Uh, you uh, calling people uh, the f word or uh, using ra- like more racially charged language and like really just dis- just some really discriminatory and misogynistic uh, wording that kind of makes me question who this show is for and when those voices when okay so there's a saying that goes uh, if you're in a group of if you're around a group of people and someone starts flying a Nazi flag, and no one kicks that person out, you are now at a Nazi rally. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Like, when you excuse what... If you let one step happen, there's nothing that stops that second. And what I was seeing from a lot of the communities that he had, which sucks, because I really wanted to try that game high on life. It looked like a lot of fun. Uh, high on life, yeah. Yeah, when I turned around and started seeing the type of people that centered around it, when he started letting people like Elon Musk in and stuff like that, that's when you start to kind of get a picture of the type of person this creator is. And when we get to that point, it's like, okay, I'm now, uh, if I endorse this, if I start like consuming this, and when we say, uh, for example, like I said it a lot during our last pod, there's no ethical form of consumption in a capitalist system. What that means is that uh, it's difficult to engage and partake in a system uh, where everything's run by money. Yeah, it's... but you can still be. But it's not meant to excuse you turning around and engaging in something that you know isn't right. Either. Yeah. I feel like for sure Spencer, and I, I saw this mm-hmm. on the internet, if they want to keep the studio, what they should do is resolve it, mm-hmm. make it part of the Xbox family, whatever you want to do, change the name of the studio, and don't call it High on Life 2. Mm-hmm. If you were to make another game. Right. This is the same argument you just made about Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. You can just do that. Yeah. You absolutely <laughs> you don't can have just to do, call it. Yeah. You don't have to call it High on Life 2. Yeah. I, I don't like to. Yeah. And I do want I did want to check this game out because it's on Game Pass, but you mm. know. But that's what I'm saying. Like you have the option of when you see wrongdoing occur, especially in a capitalist society, one of our few options that are still resorted to us is I can just not give you my money. Yeah. That's the only voice that we truly have in this type of community, in this type of society. So that's the voice I use. Yeah. That's all that's enabled to me. Because there's nothing else you can do. Because like, yeah. you making Which a, a... also, in the case of TV shows and stuff like that, means I don't watch your shit. Yeah, because you're not... You don't subscribe yeah. to it. Yeah. And that's... Like, Jeremy, like, that's... 
the way you see it, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you not to. Yeah. I mean, it help, it makes you sleep better at night. It's it's all yeah. Again, the the only thing I can do is what little changes I can manage. And because I have the opportunity to be on this podcast, I have something of a platform that I can share these views. And hopefully I might change one or two minds. Yeah, that's totally fine. And at the end of the day, that's the best I can do. That's the best I can do. As long as we're not couch attorneys, we're fine. Right. (laughs) I can't be a couch attorney. I don't need someone to dust golf for someone else's contract so we can (laughs) get our lawyer suits on. Jokes. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, but fuck Justin Rowland. I just don't understand it. Uh, termination. Good God. Wild Classic Dev exits after uh, protest employee review system. Yeah. Uh, basically, what they were doing was kind of a stacked ranking system. And the thing is, that's a very common HR technique where you rank your employees from uh, like those that need developing to don't need developing. And you put them on a spectrum, right? But the problem that was happening here was the managers were being rated on a quota of they were supposed to have so many people in development. So if he turned around and rated everyone as perfectly fine, they don't need developing, he was actually uh, falling out of quota for himself. That's stupid. it's, It's exploitative. It's designed to discriminate against your labor force. The thing is, though, if he feel so, so what he turned around and said was, if I have to do this, I'm going to resign. And their response was to fire him. Well, that's what happened. Well, the thing is, though, if your entire crew is doing amazing, why would you have to do that? Because if I fire you, I don't have to pay for you. The thing is, though, oh, then that goes, you see what I mean? That like, with raises it, it and wages. goes back to yeah. capitalism. But my just, goal is to make as much profit as I can using as little effort as possible. So if I have 10 workers that are doing the work of 12, then I only really need nine. Yeah, because you can cut I can one, cut one. one. Yeah. And now I got nine workers that are doing the work of 12. I can cut one more. And the money, instead of hiring those two new workers, just goes right to my pocket. And essentially this person. And that's why that system is designed like that. And it's exploitative. And honestly, it really, it skirts around it because it's not technically, and we go back to that word technically, uh, going against labor laws. But it really is. And it's another argument why video game developers, uh, they need to unionize. And they need to have strong union representation across all sectors. Because ultimately, that's the kind of thing that protects labor. And a great example of that is how uh, the French unions are going against the pension stuff that uh, Macron was trying to do in France. They shut the fucking power down to the country. Yeah. And sure enough, they got their pensions back. Yeah. Because uh, unions work. I I just find it all weird when we get into the other mm-hmm. side of it because you do see it and it's like, well... You're doing an excellent job, but why will we cut? I personally deal with stuff like that, like mm-hmm. at the end of the year, like review yourself site. Like, how do you feel like you did? I feel like you did pretty good. And then when you have your meeting or what, at the end of the year, you're like, oh yeah, you did do pretty good. But I That's saw the rate you this low. Huh? But I saw the rate you this low. No, it was, they did give me the same rating. Mm-hmm. But it just, seeing this, it's like, wait, what? 
And it's the whole HR tactic, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Human resources ain't there to help you. They're there to use you as a resource. That's why it's called human resources. Hey, shout out to, rest in peace to my aunt. She was in human resources. She did good job. I feel like she did. <laughs> well, and again, not saying people. I'm saying yeah. the job. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. She told me how she fires people. I'm like, damn. Yeah, it, it hurts. It's hard. Because that's someone's livelihood that you just ended. No, Whether, no, not, fair, no fair for her. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> she apparently one time she said that she fired someone, and then uh, the per, same person that she came back uh, fired her came back into her office and locked the door. Like holy shit! Yeah, you cut someone's <laughs> livelihood off. I'd be pissed too. I get it. <laughs> I, I get it too. Um. This one is for uh, Xbox. They did just have their big direct, and they talk about how the lack. Just we can bunch this up a little bit. They talk about uh, Xbox did saw revenue downfall because they haven't had any. They released this in point twenty two, and Phil Spencer says like our commitment to our fans is that we need to have a steady release of great games that people can play on our platform. No shit. We did not. We didn't do enough of that in twenty twenty two. A halt. There's no doubt. Spencer told IGN. And fundamentally, that's on me. I'm the head of the business. Yeah. I like that Phil Spencer takes it. <laughs> like, I understand that the it's thing, not cool, uh, but... I'm it's a mea like, culpa. I don't... Uh, huh? It's a mea culpa. All right. It's it's the same thing. It's just that it's... He's at least a little bit more wordy in his apology and taking responsibility for it and naming it for what it is. But and I just feel that... He's not saying he's going to do anything differently, though. 2023 might be their biggest year. Did he? I'm saying the words that you just read. He's not saying he did any. He's gonna do anything differently. Excuse me. With High Rush coming out, I, I did burp. Um, High Rush just came out. That's one big game so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, Star uh, Redfall comes out in May, which I do have that listed here. Mm-hmm. I do want to play that. This is the we get to pull, kill vampires. Yeah, not zombies. Okay, so <laughs> here we got it. Uh, I was just reading through this. When I th- the rest of that uh, interview, when I think about the rest of the work that we're doing this year, it's going to be an exciting year from a production standpoint. We're coming out of all the COVID at home. Fuck you. And I think we've got a better working rhythm as an industry and things that are going on, and I'm excited. That's a little bit more, but again, I would like to see more of... Okay, here we go. Just going down a little bit more. It looks like he, he went more into detail like this we're going to do what we're going to do and how we're gonna do it differently this year. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Uh, no complaints. No, like <laughs> I like to feel like as a what's it called when we talk about like Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer and uh Doug Bowser from mm-hmm. Nintendo. I feel like Phil Spencer is the head of the industry, the entire industry, but the fact that he works for Microsoft and Xbox is that he's still playing from behind. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because Sony has all their big exclusives, and they are like, well, besides the Forspoken, which is probably going to be reviewed as one of the worst games of this entire year. Uh, there's just no way around that. Mm-hmm. But he, like, this has to be Xbox's big year. They get Starfield. They get Redfall. They're getting, oh gosh, they're getting uh, Hollow Knight on Game Pass when it comes out. They have... This has to be their big gear, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, because we know Sony's going to deliver, what, PlayStation, what, Final Fantasy XVI, uh, mm-hmm. all these other games. It's going to be, a, it should be a good year for gaming. That's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> yeah. It might not be, but it should be. I, I think it's uh, compared to like the years with COVID and stuff like that. I think. Well, like, and then when we say the years of COVID, what do we mean by that? You know. I think what they're looking at there is more referring to the uh, issues we saw with our supply chain and stuff like that. Well, actually, uh, Phil, Phil Spencer was the one, the first one to come back. They're like, "Look, you're going to experience the pandemic effect. Mm-hmm. All these games are coming out at all at once. It's going to feel overwhelming, mm-hmm. and it feels that way." Yeah, because think about it: Forspoken and Dead Space come out in the same week, and High Rush, which is a shadow drop. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's it's, it's hard. Yeah, uh, and we kind of saw it with uh, other other products uh, like Magic the Gathering, where uh, like last year we just had this huge product bloat. Did, did, did you guys really have that huge? Oh God, yeah, it was real bad. Uh, of just like pro- there was a product every other month that was coming out because this was stuff that was supposed to be releasing like, over the course of two years that they crammed two years' worth of product in the span of one. Well, isn't it because... Did you play Magic Online when that happened? God, no. I thought most of the gamers... Uh, most of the- I, yeah, a lot of players transitioned to Arena and MTGO. Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, I just basically just sat there and didn't get to play. Oh, gosh, for two years. Yeah, roundabouts, which, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the alternative was, enge- again, engaging in a system where uh, I could potentially put some of my friends uh, or my partner at risk because I wanted to play a game. That's just not responsible. Oh, well, I wouldn't say that with Magic the Gathering, though, but I, I, I don't know. I don't. Oh, the actual you, pandemic. Yeah. So, you see what sorry. I mean? I just, we're, we're still about, in one. Uh, yeah, I, we're still, I was more thinking about the online portions. So I was just oh, like, I, I, gotcha. just, I was just like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're still in a pandemic. So, I try to manage uh, my my own my own personal and my partner's safety as best I can. Uh, by mitigating that and and the way you do that is by being particular with who you spend your time with making sure that uh, no one's sick you communicate and you show your friends the same kind of respect you let them know like hey i'm not feeling well today so i'm gonna skip out or after you hung out like the next day if you say test positive or you're not feeling great you get tested yeah and you let them know we gotta play this game together what's that a redfall is it gonna be fun which one? Redfall. Redfall? Yeah. Kill vampires. Oh, oh, I'm down for that. <laughs> I like killing vampires. We might have played that together, though, because it's on Xbox, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Is it like a couch co-op? Because uh, yeah. I got an Xbox. You know? Ugh, I could probably go to Bromley. Because the score should be out by then, right? I think so. Uh, what am I? That's a couch co-op. What's the name of the game? You said Redfall, right? Co-op Redfall. I'm looking at right now. Redfall. Oh, shoot. What will it have? Uh, it, it, it says the gameplay is a co-op open world first person shooter. No. So it's not Couch Co-op. Gross. I could probably... No, I'm not going to borrow your fucking game system, Don. Why not? 
Guess I, I don't have anywhere to put it. Put it up top. I, I'm you, you've seen my house. Yeah. I ain't got no space for that. You can put you can put it up top. I'm not. I don't have any space uh, for you it. Have I, I don't. The, I don't, and I'm not gonna do it. You but have I all the space. I, in the world. I appreciate you saying that. It is a lie. All right. So D and D. I feel like this has been this week has been enough to topic of a bunch of bullshit from everybody else. All right. Yep. Back on topic <laughs> of how uh, capitalism <laughs> is a snake eating its own tail. Hasbro tried to make a sneak attack on the D and D open game license, but fans were using the alert feed and felt fought back swiftly. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so. I wish that Magic the Gathering players responded to Hasbro's money-grabbing bullshit the same way that D&D players did. Uh, I just do. <laughs> uh, that, when they released their 30th anniversary bullshit where they were charging like $1,000 for a booster box of uh, proxy cards that you couldn't even play in any kind of format. Oh, they were just proxy cards? What yeah, the they, were, they were proxies. Uh, and there were still people that bought it. Uh, I... The people that turned around and bought it made enough of an argument for them to turn around and keep doing that type of bullshit. They announced one time them trying to go after like uh, secondary licensing in D&D and people knocked it straight the hell down. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just goes to show in this case D&D players were smarter than Magic players. Of course. They've always been smarter. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue there. That, that <laughs> Have you watched Box Machina yet? Watched what? Box Machina? Yeah, yeah, I watched it when it came out. Uh, season two? Season two? Is yeah. it out already? Yeah. No shit? Yeah. Well, no, I did not. <laughs> I'm going to go watch that, I guess. There's six episodes now? Yeah, I did not know season two was out. Yeah, they just didn't mention it. was just like, yeah, Fucking it's out. Bezos. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm going to watch that when I get home. Critical Role is just like, yeah, it's out. I'm like, it's out now? Well, I, all right. All right, cool. You heard it here first, apparently, everybody. <laughs> Vox Machina Season 2 has been out for what sounds like... Two a, weeks? Two weeks now, and no one said anything. I didn't realize that Tokyo Revengers was out, too, already. No shit? I had no idea. I didn't know they they have another Tokyo. season of T- Tokyo Revenger? Yeah, it's on episode two. Four right now. God damn! Yeah. They just assume that people don't fucking watch their shit. Yeah. Like I don't have a fucking Google alert when this stuff comes out. You have to tell me. Yeah. God damn it! All right. It's yeah. not even Crunchyroll. It's on Hulu this time. Like, wait, what? It's on Hulu. Yeah. God damn it! All right. Yeah, I guess that's fine. I'll do that too. Like, shit. It's kind of weird though, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's kind of annoying that like you don't you don't say anything. That'd be cool. Say some shit, guys. I don't know. Uh, with everything going on, I know some uh, one of my friends. She wants to like buy some. Like she's super proud of what Critical Row's done because she's a big fan of Critical Row. She has watched all of the seasons and went back and watched them. Mm-hmm. Um. They want to get the Pathfinder books. And I told her, like, you might want to grab those now before they go away, you know? Mm-hmm. And she says, I've watched a lot of reactions to that lately. And I'm just reading her DM. She says, and yeah, they probably shot themselves in the foot there massively. That's not, that's not cost them a lot of trust from the community. That's not even that. No, it is that. What am I talking about? I just... 
I didn't realize it was that big of a deal until you guys kept talking about it. Because mm. you just don't, when you don't keep up with some of this stuff, you're like, oh, what? Yeah, I didn't know anything about uh, the D&D stuff, but, like, I, I just turned around and looked it up and, like, found out. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I educated myself. That's how that shit works. Mm-hmm. It's just so weird, man. I just can't. Ooh, I, I like playing D&D, but sheesh. I mean, because people just still unsubscribe to D&D Beyond. All right. And they got a D&D movie. Are you going to see the, are you going to watch the movie or no? Is, are you on that fence too or no? Uh, I'll probably just wait till it comes out on streaming. I don't like going to theaters. Uh, the last couple of movies I've seen were with you guys for just anime films. Um, I don't typically go out to movie theaters. Uh, and this is more trying, again, couching my safety and Kristen's for, yeah. uh, in the wake of COVID. Yeah. So. All I know is this. All we need is Zoe Zaldana in a movie. Mm-hmm. If you want to write a movie, we just need to get Zoe Zaldana in it. I mean, she's a very good actress. No, because she's in four movies that have made over $2 billion. That's <laughs> I, I know think you that's can talk, more the movies themselves. I know you can sit there and say pay cuts and all this next year. Like, look, she's the key. We'll make sure that she gets her handsome share. I don't know what you have to pay her, though. Like, 100 mil? I don't know. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> the movies you're referring to were Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I'm not. Um, the Avengers. So they're both Avatar. Avengers. Yeah, and Avatar. And uh, hell, even the Star Trek movies, uh, Star Trek Beyond. So uh, yeah. I was actually talking about Avatar One, Avatar Two, Avengers. But Avengers you, you see what I mean? You're turning around like <laughs> I, I'm going to give the credit to the actress when she got put in a Marvel movie. <laughs> well, she's a star in the that Avatar movie. That ain't it, She's a star in the Avatar I'm not movie. Gonna, I'm not going to argue that she is not a great actress. But to turn around and say, like, she is worth that much money when you got turned around and put in a movie that grossed as much as it did, that is part of an ensemble. I'm it's just not, saying, like, look, let's I, try I, it. I, 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 no, I hear <laughs> that. We yeah. can try it. You can try. You can try, <laughs> but no. And when we made three billion, you'd be like, look, all right. Hey, if that movie turns around and makes more, and it's because she got top billing and it had nothing to do with anything else... Alright. <laughs> I will I will walk my shit up back. <laughs> like someone showed me those stats or something like Alright, that's all we need to do then. Make a dope ass movie where nobody cares about what the story's about. Have some pretty beautiful shit in the background and have Zoe Zaldana in it. You described Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> you really don't like the Guardians movies, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that they were very pretty. I think that it was a. It, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a great example of what would happen if someone turned around and made Spell uh, Spelljammer into a movie, like a Spelljammer uh, uh, adventure. Still, I gotta play that. Um. Anyways, Kenny even like a dragon as a cameo. Yeah, yep. Yep. Uh, it looks like they're using the same mechanic that we saw in Like a Dragon Six, where you can turn around and phone a friend. Are you just calling in. everything like a dragon now? I mean. They called it like a dragon, so I'm gonna call it that shit. <laughs> I mean, it was Yakuza, but you know. it, it, no. Uh, well, no, you're right. That one was like Yakuza, like a dragon, wasn't it? What the last one? That was Yakuza Eight, like a dragon. 
Let's, okay. Yeah. Thank you for correcting me. I could be wrong. I'm not a Yakuza fan like that. No, I ain't, I ain't looking that shit up. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, just say you're right. You can have that one. Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, but they're using them as trooper cards, which is uh, basically similar to how uh, Old Boy would uh, phone a friend to come in and beat the shit out of somebody. And I think his is called The Essence of the One-Winged Angel, which is a callback to his uh, finish in wrestling. And apparently it's going to be one of the most powerful AoE attacks in the game. So it'd behoove players that are playing the game to turn around and get that one as soon as they can. Okay, they're just called it's just called Yakuza like a dragon. But yeah, Yakuza, but going forward, they're, called, they're just yeah. being called like a dragon because... But this is a seventh one. Right, okay, got it. Cool. I am going to play it, but I'm going to finish Judgment first because I do like Judgment. So, Judgment's on uh, the cl- uh, catalog now. I have, I've already bought the game. So. That's fine. I'm just, dog, I am so, just saying. I know you're just saying. I'm just and like, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, Thunder back with some shit. I'm trying to argue. Say. Like, I I've got it. the game. Well, what do you fucking do? I there are people that so. listen to this podcast that maybe they don't. And, <laughs> and they don't utilize the PlayStation Plus subscription either. You should utilize the PlayStation Plus subscription. And speaking of subscriptions, another no, subscription. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're good. We're doing great. Uh, Far Cry 7 in the works. Are you a Far Cry fan? I've never actually played any of them. Uh, just survival. just never struck my uh, interest. Survival, horror. Not survival, horror, but survival, apocalyptic. Nope. I think the last one featured a trans character. For the first time. Hey, that's awesome. Uh, I think the game's it did. never yeah, the game's just never really sparked but my interest. That that's kinda of like during a time where uh Ubisoft was going through like some okay. severe diversity issues and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I remember us talking about it, but you you weren't here that. Okay. Uh, that I, I I remember it being talked about. Yeah, yeah. So But yeah, I just it just never struck my fancy. Uh-huh. Uh let's see, Tomb Raider Show, that's for number two. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Just making it. I'll watch I it. heard about it. Never played them. You never played Tomb Raider? Nope. I feel like you would like those games. Nope. <laughs> Did you play Uncharted? Nope. Interesting. I yeah, seen... I, I, I don't play a huge... I am the only non-gamer on your gaming podcast. That doesn't play, that doesn't I'm play just here either. for a good time and an excuse to have a beer. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. So and occasionally remind game. people that socialism is, socialism is a better system than uh, capital. Uh, socialism, you said? Yep. Oh. I don't agree with any of it. Okay. I'm not just saying any of it, like, in general. Mm-hmm. It's all fucking bullshit. Can't live happiness in anywhere we want. Oh, uh, Tomb Raider, though, is great. Last of season two? How we start season one? <laughs> You're always, why? You said we're just flower people. Yeah, I, it, and it's it's more again like every single time I got the urge to watch it, there's oh hey, there's another anime for me to go ahead and watch instead, and I I did that. I'm watching by the grace of gods right now, and I like that. Someone said like, which one did you? Go? I have a friend. Shout out to fan the correspondent. Uh, he said, what should I pick next to watch? My hero, Full Metal Brotherhood, or One Piece? I was like, dude. Uh. I would do Full Metal first because that's a le- that one is going to be an easier investiture of your time. It's already over, and then uh, one uh, f- then my hero. Yeah. And then go ahead and buckle up for the next seven months so you can get caught up on all seventeen hundred episodes of One Piece. 
I mean, you can skip. They're the on like sixteen hundred and ninety right now, and that's not counting movies. Are you talking about Crunchyroll? Yeah, that's that's they flabbergast those because they count all the dubs. There's not that many. They count all the. There's only like a thousand episodes. There's not sixteen hundred. Oh, episodes. I'm sorry, only a thousand <laughs> episodes. <laughs> No, but you get what I'm saying? That it's misleading because they count all of them together. And it's uh, viewed as season two, season three. And it's over and over. And it's kind of annoying. Okay, it's 1,043 episodes are out right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. It, uh, actually, they ju- it's 1,049. They actually just updated it. Yeah. So each episode's about 20 minutes, 23 minutes. You can skip like the first seven because that's... <laughs> Recap. It, it's Dragon Ball shit, right? <laughs> so let's say each episode's about tw- between twenty and sixteen minutes. So <laughs> sixteen minutes times <laughs> one thousand and forty-nine. You would, if you were to turn around and watch it without any sleep, you could watch the entire series and be fully caught up in twelve days. If you didn't, days. if you did not sleep. Good gosh. That's not cool. I could... You said 12 days? Mm-hmm. 11.6. Uh, and that's that's saying that each episode's about 16 minutes. In reality, they're about 20 or so. Right? Yeah, that's why I just read it, and it takes like 10 minutes or so. Yeah, I read the manga. I love reading, my guy. You learn so much from reading. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They're saying that they might make a Stranger of Paradise 2, the Final Fantasy game. Okay. That game is terrible. I don't understand how anyone likes that game. I haven't played it. You haven't played it? Have you seen it, though? Chaos! Nope, I haven't seen it. Just don't. Again, I'm a non-gamer on your gaming podcast, Barry. I'm the worst person to be talking about this shit with. You're doing great. (laughs) But, damn, do not play that game. Okay. Do do not. I play the demo of that, and it's more uh, level design. Mm -hmm. You uh, earn... The open world, and then you go to another area to do the story. I see. I'm like, this is not Final Fantasy. That's weird. Right. That sounds more like East than uh, Final Fantasy. It's not Final Fantasy. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, it sounds more like an East game. Oh, this is because we're talking about anime. Uh, you didn't. You, I know you don't play a lot of games. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Are you a Dragon Ball fan? I don't know. Yeah, really. I like Dragon Ball. Did you consider playing Kakarot, or do you not into those type of fighting games? The Dragon uh, Ball series? I used to play them, because uh, the the ability to fight in the air and stuff was kind of a novel concept. Uh, I haven't played it recently. But you haven't played Kakarot? No, Project Kakarot. Uh, so, there's so much content, it's kind of overwhelming. Well, that that is a that is a selling point for a video game. Sure, okay. I played it when it first came out, and now three years later, there's way more content. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You're good. I'm good. I, I'm, I feel good. like I'm. I feel like my life will be fulfilled without playing that. The thing is, though, the question is: is should there be a sequel or a prequel? I saw that on IGN. I said, well, why not just do a prequel and do Dragon Ball? There's a lot of the content that could do in just Dragon Ball. So is it like, is the game itself just based around Goku? What, Dragon Ball Z? No, dra- uh, Kakarot. Kakarot? No, they're just calling it Kakarot. It is, oh, okay. It is Dragon Ball Z, and it's super, and the movies, and the Bardock, oh, and I all see. this. 
Well, in that case, why are you even... If you already got super, like, filled into that game, then why are you even bothering to make another game? Just turn around and add more content and just put in Dragon Ball. Yeah, you could do that, too. Like, because the thing is, like, if you're going to make a sequel, that would be taking the stuff from Dragon Ball Super, but you already have it in your game, so why, why fucking bother? Yeah. Like, that just... That seems like a money grab to me. Yeah, it's, it's oversaturated at that point. Yeah. And that was an argument to go back to the Harry with the Hogwarts Legacy, is that I have a friend that says that nostalgia's killing things, so he doesn't want anything to be touched. Well, okay, so, again, going back to capitalism... Uh, but you don't like nostalgia either, though. No, I don't. And so the was, reason, you guys are agree with that? Yeah, because the thing is, nostalgia in a in this type of system is used as a way to ensure that people participate in a capital process while ignoring the effects that late stage capitalism incurs. So that's why you see like when you see those people that are like only 90s kids understand and stuff like that it's allowing you to harken back to a time when there weren't so many issues and you don't have to pay attention to the fact that you can't really afford a home or you can't buy you can't rent a house or an apartment on a minimum wage that's so much that's 90s show by the way yeah I I haven't touched it I just haven't watched it but that's the thing is capital uh, nostalgia is a tool used by an overclass in order to ensure that people stay in kind of a stupor yeah because you're focusing on how much fun things were because you can turn around like oh yeah I remember that 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 was so much fun I remember those things and in the process of uh, remembering, you can forget where you're at. Uh, South Park actually did a really funny, uh, a very poignant skewering of that with the uh, the member berries. Yeah. Where all you're doing, you're like all this bullshit is happening. The world's falling down around them, and all these people are doing is just like, hey, you remember when? You remember when? Uh, yeah, I remember that. You remember when? Yeah, I remember that too. That was great. And everyone was shrunken down to these just fucking useless uh, husks. Yeah, and I think it's nostalgia. Like someone's like, "Well, what's your thing? Capitalism, nostalgia. That's why you like it so much." Just like, no, they're doing contemporary literature in the times where that story is taking place. Because at certain mm-hmm. points it dies down, we don't pay attention to this. I don't pay attention to it. I'm just here for the story. It is still there. You get what I, I'm saying? Yeah, I would argue that uh, the Duffer Brothers' use of nostalgia in Stranger Things, if we're using that as an example, they use it as a toehold, a way to get their foot in the door to get people's attention, and then from there, yeah, they it's divert conti- it's, into it's, this. It's contemporary writing. Yeah. But I'm not saying it's bad. The I'm nostalgia saying... that they use also is more on each season kind of uh, uses the template of a type of horror film uh, or some type of uh, like nostalgia cool. movie or product and, and they do it in a different way, which is a very interesting use of sci-fi. Which is different. Uh, I'm just talking about like the d and Well, D&D is throughout the entire show. Yeah. I'm talking about like well, look at the movie theater. Look at all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But I just don't care about that stuff. Right. Like, I'm here for but the, the... That's what I'm saying. It's their use of nostalgia in that way by presenting those things. It allows people to... It's easier for me to engage in a suspension of disbelief by engaging in the nostalgia in that way so I can become more invested in the characters. It's part of the world building. Yeah. And, and that's, that's cool. A, that's a very clever way of doing it. Uh, I. And in that way, they're not relying on it 
over much. Like the show isn't all nostalgia. It's using it as a set piece. Yeah, it's just a show like that '90s show or that '70s show or something like that. They are using nostalgia as a way, and that's that's all they got. Yeah, but it's different compared to also if you want to say Ghostbusters Afterlife. They're just using the name Ghostbuster, but it's a modern day Ghostbuster mm-hmm. filled with the old characters meeting new characters. It's a continuation of it. Right. It's not necessarily feeding off your nostalgia. Right. I don't know. It's using it as a toehold. There's yeah. a difference. Like, yeah. am I using this as a screwdriver or am I using this as a hammer? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, no more Last of Us. You haven't played it. You don't play I, haven't. Game, I, I haven't played it, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, no Jerkman said that they're, they could make a game if they want to, but there's no more Uncharted. They're done with Uncharted, mm-hmm. which is sad. Okay. I was ready for another Uncharted game, man. Sounds like it's charted. Just chart it. <laughs> oh, we don't have any other places to discover. They don't have anything to like unhold. We don't have. We can't play done, anything. In done. Games. Done. Charted everything. Yep. 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 A quick Royal Rumble talk. Uh, I uh, we talked about this earlier. Uh, I dipped out halfway into the. Uh, we made a match because our sponsors paid us special. Uh, oh, the Mountain Dew. Yeah, the, the Mountain Dew pitch black match. Uh, a, a fucking dip. Like, I actually, they caught a match and they're like, "Well, there are no holds barred. Everything's legal. You can do that." That's just a hardcore match. Why the fuck did you turn around and do all this? Well, that's the thing though. Bray Wyatt came and was like, "Man, there's a lot of thought that comes into these matches." No, there ain't. <laughs> that that uh, that is that suspension of disbelief has been suspended. Uh, the best match I've seen that was. New in the last two years of the Kenny Omega match, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that was just like, what the fuck is this? Right. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, and this is the same thing I was talking about earlier. Like my issues with Bray are he is all sizzle. There's no steak there. Uh, everything leading up to those matches, the vignettes, his dialogue, the way he speaks, it's so captivating. It's so interesting. And then the match happens, and well, that happened. All right. Cool. Uh, I I dipped back in during the Alexa Bliss Bianca Belair match, and that same stink is on it because much of the build for that was it wasn't, and it's an issue I have with uh, how the WWE uses their women's division. The women were their storyline was tangential to men. Mm-hmm. Alexa's Alexa's issue was that she had a history with Bray. It's not that she's her own person, her own character in her own right. It's that she what's she going to do because of this, you know? Yeah. Like, and that is such a boring way to look at it. Like, the WWE only knows how to do two different types of storylines involving women. They're either bitches or they're crazy. Uh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, and and we talked about this too. Like, I don't care for supernatural characters. Uh, in order for wrestling to work to me, like, the, it, there is a character, sure. But if you have one character that is based in reality, like, for example, in this one, L.A. Knight, and he has to interact with a supernatural character like Bray, his character gets overshadowed because he has to uh, correlate his character with the supernatural bullshittery that this one's doing. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. It looks stupid. I'm pretty sure Randy Orton, when, he, when they made him do it, he's like, what the fuck is this? He's cashing a paycheck. He don't give a shit. Who, Randy? Yeah. 
And I get that. Respect. Uh, wrestlers on oh, by I just, large I make less that, than I'm... other like sports uh, provide pro, uh, sports performers, unless you're like at that upper upper echelon tier. And again, they should have, have a, they res- should have a union. I just have a respect for Randy. Like when he broke character, like go get Sabermans. Sons like no, he's he's okay. I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just feel have mad respect for someone to break character like. He's fine. I mm-hmm. promise you. I don't know. Just like the human element. I don't know anything about that. What? The human element? No, that or... the breaking character part. Like, I assume these people are fine people. Like, that's... Uh, with the exception of some. Some have turned out to be some real I pieces of shit. They try to show, like, the Ric Flair documentary going on. Um, Ric Flair is a serial sexual assaulter. Um, good. I don't... I'm He's saying got a that... long documented history of sexual assault. Does he? Yeah, he really does. Uh, it's. Uh, I think he says like he shouldn't be here. I think he said that. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> he shouldn't. He shouldn't be here. Man's eighty years old. He can go do some other shit, like not be on the public. Uh, Hulk Hogan, another example. Uh, oh God, fucking bigot. Uh, and a big reason why wrestlers aren't unionized to this day, and they could have done a lot better. Uh, you have uh, Nia Jax who's an anti-vaxxer uh, she came back last night I, that's what I heard unfortunate uh, Lacey Evans anti-vaxxer uh, and believes that uh, autism is caused by uh, ant- uh, the first round of infant shots so that's dope Liv Morgan's cute huh Liv Morgan's cute thank you for contributing to the conversation that's <laughs> What's her? What's that, what's that girl's name? Roxanne. I was like, ooh, ooh, Roxy. Roxy. I was like, Roxy's cute. Becky Lynch. I was like, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> all right. I, <laughs> I got nothing else to follow up from that. Like, that, all right. That just me saying women are beautiful. That's all. I'm not being creepy. I was just like, there she is. I was like, I was like, where's where's the man at? So she came out. Like, ah. And then she got eliminated. Like, oh, well, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Uh, Rip was good though. Okay, I'm saying she's good. I got nothing to follow up from that. I'm, I'm seeing like having it. a serious conversation. Women pretty. That's All right, fine. sounds great. Okay, well, moving on. <laughs> you gotta at least loosen up every once in a while. I, but, I was loosened up. I was having a good time having a conversation. You did when you were. I was Followed up. I like. All right. <laughs> Man, Fair, enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like some of these people just need to get, get their shit together. Yeah. I mean, what does he want me to say to that? No, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Rhea Ripley, though, she did. I'm, I'm super started. stoked for it. Uh, uh, when they talk about long form, uh, like you said, and, mm-hmm. uh, the head of the table, I just, like I said, some of this stuff just gets old. Uh, and I think that's what yeah. makes me not watch it. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is, I think, and we talked about this also, <laughs> if I give you a slice of Wagyu steak, and then I pour some shit on top of it. And then I put another slice of Wagyu steak on top of that. Are you going to eat that dish? Fuck no. Because no. I gave you a bucket of shit. And that's what the Royal Rumble is. And that's what, the, the by and large, the WE is. It's occasionally I give you a piece of steak, but you have to dig through some shit to get to it. And I'm good. Yeah. Like, I have to turn around and listen to peop- uh, announcers that won't shut the fuck up. And while watching wrestling that you pretty well by if you're paying if you're watching it within the first 30 seconds you can tell what's going to happen and a crowd that is very clearly mic'd and piped in for their noise 
they're being told who to cheer for. They're being told who not to. And if they don't cheer, you're going to sound like you cheered anyways. It's a bunch of carny bullshit. I'll just watch New Japan or AEW. Oh, is that what happened in the WWE? Yeah, they they are notorious for piping and cheers. And oh. cheers. Uh, you don't notice it if you're in the audience, right? But they can turn around and while they're sending it, because they're usually on a five-second delay uh, when they're actually like broadcasting, when they're live. So when someone comes out and you're supposed to boo for them, they can turn around and lower the sound levels of the audience and then just increase boos. They're piping and it's canned sound. Really? Yeah, they're notorious for that shit. That's weird. Yeah, and it's it's uh, exploitative and it's manipulative, but that's all they are. That's what they're about. I, this is why I don't watch wrestling. <laughs> there, there's better stuff to watch. Oh, uh, literally, I was talking to two of my friends. Shout out to them. They had no idea wrestling WWE was still around. That's some uninformed shit right there. <laughs> I mean, you you haven't missed much. You, you haven't. Uh, what's it? You really haven't. You thought The Rock was going to show up yesterday, and he didn't. I didn't say that. No, we oh. all thought. Everyone's like, I think The Rock is going to come back. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're turning around, how fucked is your product if you're relying on a wrestler who hasn't been relevant since, like, 2005? Well, to 20, save 2012 or something like that. Well, 2012 was, like, a short, like, one-off. He was in, like, what, three pay-per-views, but nothing else. He was in the two WrestleManias? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was in yeah, some pay-per-views. But yeah. So, like, if you're expecting something like that to come in and save your product at the uh, detriment of your overall pool of talent instead, mm-hmm. that says a lot about how good your product is. It's not the greatest. It's not. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, you said, like, I, like, I have a friend that's like, you don't know good storytelling, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're a writer. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I kind of fucking do. <laughs> like you, like we all knew. Like he said, we all knew who's gonna win. Perry, we all knew. I'm like, yeah. I did. Like, dude, I don't watch this. Mm-hmm. But like with Cody Rhodes, I didn't mean like I know I didn't realize that he got injured that bad. It was like, but I did say to like him and number two, he said like, it must be nice to leave one company to come to the other to be the face. <laughs> well, and that was a big thing. That's why he left. He was turning around and like. Uh, the AEW crowd just wasn't buying it. Like, they just weren't. He was trying to do all this stuff to, like, get himself over and make himself interesting and, like, beloved by the fans. And they were just, nah. why am I going to take Cody Rhodes when I got Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks? Oh, why sure. am I going to take Cody Rhodes when I've got uh, Sammy Guevara or Chris or, Jericho? Why am I going to take Cody Rhodes when I have, when I have Adam <laughs> Page? Why am I going to take Cody Rhodes? Cody Rhodes is a very good wrestler. Yeah, I'm not like, going to. Well, yeah, there's no well, way. There's no, no way, way around, around that. that. He is a very. He's very good on the mic. He's a very good storyteller. He's, but these guys are incredibly good. Yeah, it's just bad. It's just bad timing. But if you take a very good wrestler like him, and he's got all these skills, he's got all these gifts, he's got all this package, he's got all this buzz, and you put him in a field where the wrestlers don't really have that as much and they don't have as much uh, license to really express themselves like in the WWE, yeah. you're going to do a lot better. Yeah. I because mean, he had that buzz coming in. Like, he's the bad boy. He's the AEW guy that turned around and shook every... He's the wrestler that shook the world up and now he's coming here to shake the world up. Again. Yeah. Again. Uh, yeah. And has that happened? No. no. But there's a buzz. But there's a buzz. And, like, yeah. and yeah, give it about... 
I'd say give it another year or two, and I'll be surprised if he's not Stardust again. And that sucks. Because oh. he deserves better. I like what you're saying. Like, give it another year or two, he goes back to AEW. Mm. <laughs> no. He, wa- he wanted to do what his dad wanted to do, which is he wants the belt on him. He wants to be the world champion. Okay, cool. Go for it, buddy. <laughs> like, get be the face that runs the place. Good fucking luck. I hope you do. Whoa. Make that money. Well, you know what I mean? Finn Balor deserves his second redemption. Uh, Finn Balor needs to get the fuck out of WWE and go to somewhere else. Like, he is wasted. Wasted. <laughs> but. <sighs> I digress, like you said. Yeah. yeah. He has a lot of good topics. Let's get out of here, man. We got, I, I got football. Uh, let's see. Recommend a game? Uh, you know what? What comes out this week? Has anything come out this week? Nothing comes out this week. Everything comes okay. out. Okay. Marvel Puzzle Quest. Marvel Puzzle <laughs> Play Quest. Play it on your phone and shut the fuck up. Marvel Puzzle Quest? Okay. I mean, there's so many games I'm playing right now. Persona 4 Golden, Pokemon Scarlet, and go check out High, High Rush. There's a lot of good games. Or you can get Marvel Puzzle Quest and not have to pay a dime. I mean, High for Rush is technically on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, you don't have to pay a dime. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to pay for a Game Pass, right? But if you already have it, you don't have to pay for it. All right, all right, just saying. Or you can pay the $30 just to have the game. Just saying. Or you can just borrow some of those Xbox. Just saying, baby. <laughs> I don't have to pay for shit. It's on my phone. I just told you you can borrow my Xbox if you want to play it. I ain't telling you not borrowing your goddamn Xbox. <laughs> Why not? All right, favorite show. <laughs> uh, it's not favorite show. It's a or show, show of the week. week. Show of the week. I don't have. Breaking Bad. I just started it. There you go. There you go. Have uh, you watched it? Huh? You watch Breaking Bad? I haven't finished it. Cool. Uh, I think I got past uh, the... Uh, Almost season one. So. I think I got past season three or four, and then I kind of like dipped out. There's only uh, one more season. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it'd be like, it'd no, be like I liked a... it. It was good. I just I kind of fell out. Yeah. Uh, show of the week for me, uh, By the Grace of the Gods. By the Grace of Gods. It's not anime. Yeah, it's Isekai Trash. Love it. Oh I love gosh. my Isekai Trash. Go watch Tokyo Revengers too, so you know it's out. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> Not, I know it's there. Uh, all right, I've well, got some shit to watch. We love y'all. Thank you so much. We'll see you. Go. Jake Heron's a turf. Jake Heron's a turf. Not only that, she's just a piece of shit. One of the same. Yeah. Go watch Poker Face too. That's actually pretty good. I'm, I'm, I, man, I'm so much shit. Stop. <laughs> we love it. We love it. But hey, seriously though, guys, uh, be safe. It doesn't take a dime to be a good person. Be a good person and keep on, keep on being the lovable people who you people we know you can be. Peace. See you next week.